joy, happiness. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our socially distanced podcast here at Waynefleet BIC, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. And my name is Julie Adams. I'm your host today and I am in, I am joined by Pastor Pat. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hi, Julie, way <laughs> over there. <laughs> I know this is a, it's kind of interesting to be uh <laughs> So close, sound so close, but be so far apart. We are, we are. <laughs> so yes, I, I hope you're doing well today. And I am very excited to be able to be talking about Philippians. Yes, we have just begun a new series. So it's always kind of feels like, you know, to me, it feels like first day of school. Like, yeah. here we go. We're off to a fresh start. We so are. the book of Philippines, Philippians, I keep saying Philippines. Oh my goodness. Can oh, that's, you... a, that's okay. The other day I said the book of Filipinos. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's okay. I think we've got maybe like a warm vacation on the brain. <laughs> yes, I, I think so. Oh, the so, book of Philippians is an interesting, very interesting book because, uh, of course, the author is Paul and uh, early church leader and God used him really to write more than half of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, Julie, where was he when he wrote this? He was in lockdown, kind of like we have been recently. He in was prison. in real lockdown, yes. wasn't he? Yeah. Why was he in prison, Pat? Well, he was in prison because he, he had gotten himself into trouble. And, um, and so he, he had said back in the day... Um, if you were a, a Roman citizen, you had the right to appeal um, to the emperor. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he got into some trouble, some religious leaders, and he made an appeal to go straight to the emperor in Rome. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, he got his wish. <laughs> there he was. So he was in prison and the emperor was in no hurry to hear him. So yep. uh, that's where he was. And how long was he in prison for when he wrote Philippians? You know, he was there for quite a while. Uh, some theologians would say that he was there for a year, you know, yeah. maybe up to a year. Boy, um, that sure, uh, <laughs> sure feels a lot kind of like us. Well, it does, doesn't it? We're yeah. coming up on the one-year mark of, yep. of uh, our lockdown. And, um, and yet, you know, he had this uncanny ability to take his circumstances and he saw Jesus in his circumstances. Um, it, it wasn't what Rome was doing to him. It wasn't what the religious leaders had done to him. He just, he saw it as opportunity. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But um, the guy just had a phenomenal outlook on life. And here was this, uh, the folks at uh, Philippi. Philippi mm-hmm. was, a, was a city that was granted uh, kind of uh, favored status by Rome. It wasn't actually a Roman uh, city or a city-state. It was a colony and a lot of uh, a lot of business done there. And so they had the favor of Rome. They had almost all the benefits of, of citizenship. And uh, the folks at Philippi uh, were Jewish believers speaking Greek. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul spoke Greek. And so they were able to start a church together about 10 years earlier. Interesting. Now, Rome and Philippi were not close together. It wasn't just outside. No. Um, they were 800 miles away. Yes, they were 800 miles away. 
And, and so Paul did what he could do and that he wrote uh, letters mm-hmm. that would, would go to different churches and different Christians. And, um, and he, that's, that was their best form of, uh, social media yeah that's interesting that was his um his form of communication how he got information out to them and i bet he sure wished he had a website at that time can you you imagine (laughs) if he had a website and can you imagine if he had access to email oh my goodness how much more would we be reading yep right Mm -hmm. that's a good thought is there any evidence that they wrote back like do we get to read those letters anywhere there's no evidence of a letter back to him other than how he refers to uh, financial support, acts of love that they did for mm-hmm. him. So evidently they had communication going back and forth. So How would these letters have been delivered? Well, truly snail mail. Yeah. You know, they, they would go by courier. Mm-hmm. They would go by, um, uh, depending on the distance, by ship. Uh, so they would mail was handled in a rudimentary style like we do today they were able to get it to different places they had a system that was one of the advantages of of the roman citizen system of Mm -hmm. government is that they did have can you imagine them all like hanging around and then someone comes in and they're like guys got another letter from paul yeah gather around someone's gonna read it or do you think it was passed house to house like i I, I envision that they read it in in uh, being gathered together, yeah. you know. I, I think they probably read it, you know, like on on their worship days, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Oh, that's neat. That's kind of a cool thought to me to have mm-hmm. the, the people all gathered together. So on Sunday mornings, they they read that letter. Yeah. Oh, that must have been so cool so cool the excitement you know because you wouldn't get one be, every day no it had to be big doings mm-hmm. you know, that's so. neat and then he begins to share with them and he says something in chapter one he says in verse three i thank god for every remembrance of you wow is that as high a compliment as mm-hmm. it gets and you know they had really ministered to him um earlier uh, they'd help with financial support and I'm sure encouragement support. I think it's always great for us to focus and think ever so often about those who um, every remembrance of them brings a smile. Can you yeah. think of anybody like that in your life? Yeah, well, I would say probably uh, probably two. My grandmother comes to mind as you're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, maybe someone who sets a really good uh, biblical example or that sort of thing um actually it was about a year a year ago from now that she had passed away and um yeah she always you know such a sweet lady such a sweet lady um I mean my dad would certainly pop Mm -hmm. to mind too um you know as someone that always I would have such fond memories of bring a smile to your face Yeah. yeah how about you Pat Oh, there's so many folks, right? Family and friends that, you know, would fit that category. I, I would say as far as friends go, it, it would be my friend in North Carolina, Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard uh, you talk about him before. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jr. and Angela, they're our traveling buddies. One day when we retire, we'll do it together. Yep. Uh, we've scuba dived together. We've done mission trips together. And so uh, whenever I think of Jr., I usually have a smile because of something stupid stupid he said <laughs> you know he uh, he called the other day and and um he's always uh, there in north carolina so 
he was talking about how warm it was there and you know he he, mm-hmm. he knew what our weather was yeah and um you know he's just that kind of guy we do that to each other <laughs> and he brings a smile to my face uh, i think of other friends and family members that would be in that category but paul was thinking of the church at philippi and i i love that that he could say that about them mm-hmm. <clears throat> that that congregation was one that had I'm sure prayed for him, had stood with him, encouraged him. And, um, and so he, he begins to share with them. And I love this in, in verse 10. He says, I want you to remember what's really important. Mm-hmm. Wow. When a letter starts like that, the, you know, you're listening, right? Yes. And, and he had two themes in chapter one. He says, I want you to remember what's important in life is our relationship with God mm-hmm. and with each other. That is so vital, so important. The connection with God, you know, the, the mm-hmm. vertical and the horizontal connection with each other. And then the second theme he said is, is also that what's important in life is that our life advances the gospel. Mm-hmm. Not take away from the gospel, you know. And so I, I, I think of chapter one and I'm going, wow, this guy talks about uh, joy and he differentiates it from happiness. Yeah. You ever thought about that? That, you know what? We talked about that a little bit at, um, was it at Christmas time when we talked? A little bit. During Advent, mm-hmm. just a teeny bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About how are the two dependent on each other? Can yeah. you have one without the other? Yeah. Are they mutually exclusive, Sensitive. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Paul makes a great point that uh, it couldn't have been a happy time where he was. He's chained, literally chained Mm -hmm. to another guard 24 hours a day. That's how they did it back there. I wonder if the guard read his letters, I would imagine. My guess is Paul read the letters to him. (laughs) Hey, here's here's what I'm sending. And in fact, there is scripture that would say that some of those guards became followers of Christ. You know, so here's a guy instead of sitting there griping about his handcuffs too tight or or the guy's got B.O. or or whatever, instead of wasting that time, he uses that time for the furtherance of the gospel of to be able to share. "Ah, I'm not handcuffed to you. This is where Jesus has me so I can talk to you. Oh, you see the difference? The perspective, Perspective. right? The perspective Mm -hmm. was one of, of being able. Joy is is spiritual reality mm-hmm. happiness is dependent upon circumstances yep what a difference right mm-hmm. you know I, I i think i gave the illustration happiness would be <clears throat> hey your uncle passed away and left you a million dollars you know that's I'd, awesome that'd make you a day wouldn't yeah. it yeah uh joy would be oh i'm just heartbroken i loved my uncle so much but i'll see him again mm-hmm. right yeah so it's rooted in spiritual uh, realities that that maybe need to be more a part of our life mm-hmm. you know oh that's that's really kind of coming alive to me the mm-hmm. the idea of you know I, I'm put here for a reason like yeah to not waste your time because I'm I can maybe fall into the you know wasting a bit of time complaining or thinking yes, you know yeah. like oh woe is me instead COVID. of yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish I had a vaccine. Oh, I, I, I wish, I wish we didn't have to wear masks. We yep. go around and we miss the opportunities to further the gospel 
because that the mask is is a great way for us to to be able to be able to talk to people without yeah. masks we wouldn't be around each other yeah you know? yeah that is true it's yeah. all perspective mm-hmm. and so paul is taking chapter one to establish perspective mm-hmm. that it's all about all of this stuff that happens to us it's just stuff but god's in control and he wants to use all of these things i'm in prison i got people who are are uh, preaching the gospel, hoping I'll be discouraged. And, you know, I'm just thrilled that they're preaching the gospel, you know. Yep. His perspective was one of, hey, this, this, is, uh, this is my life. God has put me where he has me. He knows right where I am. And I'm here for a reason. I'm here mm-hmm. for a season. And it's for a purpose and a plan. Our whole outlook on life will instantly change when we can adopt that Mm -hmm. kind of thinking oh man yeah that is a feels like a tall order you know it can be a tall order i i don't think it's uh i'm sure he had his good days and bad days with Mm -hmm. it uh there was no s on his chest you know um he's a guy like the rest of us but i do think that he did get it i think he understood that joy was far more important than happiness yeah you chase happiness, you'll never attain it. it it'll mm-hmm. never, it's always fleeting, just out of what reach. What do you call it? Sand, ropes of sand. Rope of sand, yeah. yeah. I pay attention when you talk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a rope of sand, yep. but joy. Joy takes us um, when, when it's a tough day, mm-hmm. when it's bad news, when it's uh, frustrating. It's our foundation. It is a foundation. mm -hmm. Good way to put, ooh, I Mm -hmm. like that. It is. Joy is a foundation of spiritual realities in us. Yep. Good thought, huh? Yeah, Yeah. that is. And so Paul's sharing that with us in chapter one, and I think that's a great place for us to stop. I'm going to give a homework assignment to everybody. Oh, okay. Bring it on. All right. I want you to find somebody you're thankful for. They bring a smile to your face. I want you to reach out and tell them, show them. And then secondly... I want you to think about how your life, your circumstances, can still be a time of furthering the gospel, Mm -hmm. your perspective. That's the homework this week. I love it. So that's a great challenge. Thank you, Pastor Pat. If you need to get in touch with Pastor Pat, if you want to talk, if you've got questions, he's always open to um, furthering a discussion or a conversation. So please send him an email, Pat at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any future podcast suggestions or feedback, I'd love to hear from you as well. You can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com. So we hope and pray that you have a great week and we'll see you again soon. See you soon. Have a great week. You are loved.